0: Help support our coverage with a free account on Privacy, the service that keeps you protected when shopping online. Get $5 to try it now by using promo code QZZ2J. And with Blueberry, the community that gives creators the power to make money, get detailed audience measurements, and host their audio and video. Get a 30-day free trial by using promo code BLUEBERRY004.
1: But anyway, let's go ahead and get into our first guest here this morning. And I believe it's the information I have, do we have Ger- uh, Jerry Kurtza from Bebop Sensors? Is that who I have?
0: Uh, close enough. Uh, okay. Jerry Kurtz. But <laughs> Jerry, how <laughs> nice are you doing? You.
1: Welcome to the show. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, happy s- Friday. Yes, happy Friday. So what have you guys been doing here at CES?
0: So uh, essentially last year we had showed off a prototype of our product uh, and this year we came with a full running production version of the product. Uh, it is essentially a glove for haptics in virtual and augmented reality.
1: You know, I there was... Uh, are, are you guys over... Are you here in SANS or are you guys over in LVCC? Uh, we're in LVCC. So I was through there yesterday and saw a lot of the haptic stuff. Some of the companies, to me, it looks like the, the solutions aren't quite there yet. So what, you know, how has your development went? How do you feel the responses on, the, on, on what you've introduced? I'm kind of curious about that process you went through.
0: Sure, sure. So I think to, to uh, start off with, I think we took advantage of the fact that we're a little later than a lot of gloves to market. Uh, a lot of people have been doing gloves for a while. Yeah. Uh, and we learned from some of the failures of others or you know, challenges that they've overcome. Sure. So we did a lot of things, I think, a little bit different. Uh, and so that's been a really good response. Uh, you know, number one, our glove is very light and small, uh, and it's a lot more rugged than other things. So a lot of gloves out there and things like that are very fragile and, yep. you know, ours you just put on, it's under a half a pound, right? And has four to six hours of battery life. That's, and, a, that's a lot. You know, you just put your hands into the virtual world and it replaces the controllers, gives you a really rich feeling of the feedback.
1: So. So what are the use cases so far? What, are you, what, is the, what do you find your customers are using the, the, uh, the gloves for so far?
0: So the first place in VR where we've seen the most explosion of the gloves is really the enterprise side. Uh, there's a few areas there. Probably our top area is in enterprise training. So we have a lot of companies, uh, Fortune 500 companies, who want to train their uh, workers. Sure. And it can be very expensive or very dangerous. Yep. Uh, think of an oil rig, sending someone out to an oil rig. Can be very dangerous, yeah. and you don't want to do that when they're not trained. And yeah. So you can do it much more affordably and conveniently. Uh, we also see some things in healthcare, right? Experimenting, moving into using stroke therapy, and pharmaceutical companies looking at using the glove to show the efficacy of drugs based on things like Parkinson's disease
1: and things like that. Interesting. Uh, that's that's an interesting use model yeah. in itself, huh? You know, one thing I saw a, a few years ago. I was out at Ford, and uh, they had, you know, a guy completely immersed in, like, he had in a suit almost, and what he was doing was simulating, well, they they were trying to figure out could a mechanic remove an alternator easily, and what would be the time period to take that alternator out and replace it, and so they were trying to get, you know, trying to figure out number one, and they had a cutaway view. Mm. So they're trying to figure out, is this really going to work, you know, with the way we've got the car design? And I thought that was a unique use case. But again, he was completely immersed and bending over. This is not what you're looking to do. You're looking more about controls, and it's it's strictly in the hands. So I can see where... The Ford solution was—I mean—that was probably really expensive to implement sure. and to process. Whereas your guys's solution seems to be more affordable for a regular company.
0: It is definitely more affordable, and with everything like technology, as we scale, it'll get even more affordable. Uh, but it's two gloves, right, and they're self-contained, and sure. a lot of stuff you're talking about with Ford—you really don't need the full body, because if you know where the hands are. You know approximately where the arms and the body right, is. Right, right, right. And with the headset, you know where the head is. So that's right. So
1: that's most of what you need. So how do people create this content that goes along with the utilization of this? Because I really don't understand that process either. So it's sure. not just like taking – are they taking a 360 camera and filming a, a space and then immersing the person, or, you know, how does that work?
0: So there's a bunch of different ways to do it. Uh, certainly – some of it is some of the environment they'll take out of a CAD system, right? So they'll have mechanical okay, drawings right. of different things, maybe a machine. They can export that out and bring it into the engine that they're using to program and do things around.
1: That's interesting. So they are actually using uh, AutoCAD renderings to base IC.
0: And some people will do it straight from the ground up, right? So it's interesting, the prime engines for all this stuff came from sort of gaming engines. Of course. Right, so Unity and Unreal are probably the top two engines people are using for these type of things. And because they're gaming engines, they had 3D built in, and you can build things pretty quick and efficiently.
1: Do you find gamers using your gloves at this point?
0: So we have a lot of interest in the gaming side. Uh, It's somewhere we might get to. The key there is got to have a lower price point, and so as the technology becomes more mainstream, right? My guess is we're in early stages with some location-based entertainment. Think amusement park VR, think you know, uh, VR arcades, where okay. it'll get to the consumer first in these type of areas. Yep. And then as we drive down the price,
1: it'll get to them. So what, are, what is the cost of a pair of haptic bebop gloves?
0: Sure, so, it, so a pair of gloves is $3,000. Three
1: $3,000. Yeah. That's that is a significant investment. It's big. So it's something a company definitely would, but definitely probably out of the range of most consumers at this point. So are you guys saying that along with the purchase, are you providing consulting for the companies on how to do this implementation? and? Correct. Yeah.
0: So we, we provide a bunch of help, and we also have partners who can even develop the applications from the ground up for people. Oh, so that's nice. depending on what they have in-house, you know, it can be very easy and quick to get up and running.
1: So thinking about training everything from... Being in the oil industry per se, change, maybe tra- changing procedures on how to use equipment, to healthcare, pharmaceutical—that's pretty amazing. It's pretty wide. It doesn't seem like there's probably nothing that can't be touched at this point. I, so definitely, and I think
0: one of the most complicated ones we're seeing uh, is, you know, like planes, right? So we got a uh, a, a, a cyber grant from the Air Force, and they're doing actual training of communication systems and planes and other things like that. So it's it's really complex, lots of
1: interactions. Yeah, because and you know and and sometimes there's it's very expensive having come out of DOD myself personally and some of those communication systems, it's not like you have like you can't train twenty people at once because there's you can't afford to have twenty trainers. You might have one physical trainers so having the virtual trainers and you can have unlimited people in a training class going through and learning how to operate the equipment and doing what they need to do it makes sense it really really does so jerry thanks for coming over for, and of course you guys are at bebop sensors and what is it bebop com, or what's the url for the website correct
0: bebop com.
1: all right folks definitely check it out bebop com, and uh thanks for coming over and, and talk to us this morning and, and good luck with the rest of the show thanks a lot all right appreciate it